Welcome to this podcast episode of Narcissists in Divorce, The Narcissist Trap. I'm Dr. Supriya McKenna. I'm a former family doctor, but my life's true work is working with people who have fallen prey to narcissistic relationships of any kind. But I'm particularly busy in the area of divorce. Over the last few years, I've been very proud to become an Amazon best-selling author on the subject of narcissism, and my brand new book, Narcissists in Divorce, From Love Locked to Leaving, is out right now on Amazon. That's the first book in the Narcissists in Divorce series, and the follow-on to that will be out in the spring, and that's called Narcissists in Divorce, From Leaving to Liberty. And please do note that although I use the word divorce, these books are equally applicable to anyone leaving a serious intimate relationship with a narcissist, whether they are married or not. I also have a book out called The Narcissist Trap, The Mind-Bending Pull of the Great Pretenders. And that book might be useful in helping the people around you who are supporting you to understand more about what happened to you and about narcissism generally. I'm also the co-author with British divorce lawyer Karen Walker of Narcissism and Family Law, a practitioner's guide. And between us, Karen and I have trained thousands of family law professionals in narcissistic personality disorder, including judges, lawyers, mediators and social workers. For further narcissism resources from me, please do visit thelifedoctor.org or drsapria.com. And that web address has the doctor fully spelt out. So, Sapria, when you have taken the step to break away from your narcissistic spouse, is there a danger that they are not going to be happy about that and that they're going to want to draw you back into the relationship? Mm, Definitely. So that is called hoovering. It's the lay term. It's not a sort of psychological term, but many people who've written about narcissistic abuse use this term hoovering. So it's very commonly used. And it's because the narcissist will do everything they can to suck that person back into the relationship. And they use a variety of tactics to do that. The most common thing um, is that they will reinitiate the love bombing, but they'll really go all out to do so. So they will turn into the perfect person for their spouse again. Just as things were at the beginning of the relationship, right at the very beginning, they'll turn into Prince Charming. Obviously, there will have been discussions about why the spouse is unhappy with the narcissistic individual. There may be certain things that the spouse hasn't been doing, certain behaviours at home, and they will have brought these up and, and said, this is why I'm unhappy. All of that will change. A narcissist in the love bombing phase will be able to change things instantly, almost effortlessly. Just be aware of that. If you're being hoovered, you may get the sense that suddenly they're doing all the things that they weren't bothering to do before there, picking up their underwear from the floor, they're loading the dishwasher the way that you like it loaded, they're putting the bins out, they're doing all the things that they weren't doing before. And it's effortless. They just flick a switch and they're able to do it. Just just notice that. It's not an effort for them mm-hmm. to do it. And that goes to show in some ways what was actually going on there. It was a sort of deliberate, almost devaluing that they were doing on the sly. It was probably harder to devalue than it was to carry out the desirable behaviours. And you mentioned turning back into Prince Charming, but of mm. course, Princess Charming oh, absolutely. is exactly the yeah. same. Yes. Yeah. And, and we're not assuming that um, those that suffer from NPD are necessarily male. You, no. You can have um, a wife who will 
go back into being exactly the wife that Mm. the husband always wanted Mm. and provide exactly the same behaviours. Male or female, they'll become the perfect partner again for their spouse. But of course, it won't last. And the devaluation will come back. The narcissist doesn't want to feel the hurt of the rejection of the relationship Mm. breaking down. So their intention is to make that right and, and bring their spouse back into line Mm. Um, and so that hoovering may continue if it doesn't work straight away for quite a prolonged period because Mm. their absolute objective will be to have the spouse back in harness as Mm. it were so everything continues as before and and you mentioned that it can take seven attempts to leave a narcissist Mm. and and would that be because the hoovering happens the preceding six times yes that's essentially what happens. And they, they do use other tactics as well. So where the love bombing part of hoovering doesn't work, they will then move on to phase two, which is the guilt tripping. And they'll, again, use anything they can to guilt trip their spouse. So if you have children with the narcissist, that's the biggest weapon, really. You're ruining the children's lives by saying that you're going to leave and they're going to be mentally disturbed. They're going to be broken individuals for the rest of their lives because of the divorce you're going to make me commit suicide that's a common common ploy if somebody says i'm going to commit suicide if you leave me be wary it's quite often a narcissistic individual because again it's a massive control tactic Mm. they're controlling you with your guilt so any form of guilt tripping is a good hoovering tactic and of course an empathic person will quite often fall for it or give another chance and of course very very sadly those who are pushed to taking their own lives are unlikely to make an announcement about it so Mm. it's that sort of trumpeting of this is what I'm going to do Mm. that you need to be wary of it will be inconsistent it won't they won't appear depressed I mean of course it's frightening isn't it it's hard to ignore if someone says I'm going to kill myself but what you will find is that if that threat doesn't work they will try another tactic Mm. So that will be the interesting thing. You have to sort of stay firm and very quickly they'll try another tactic to get you back. The third broad category of how they try to get someone back is just with threats and intimidation. If you leave, I'm going to take everything. I'm going to tell everyone about you smoking marijuana when you were 16. They could threaten your family, your siblings. They could threaten your friends. They will use scare tactics and blackmail. And it might be enough to to make you think this isn't going to be worth it, I will stay. And of course, a very similar thing can happen in the context of the lawyer, because um, let's say the lawyer who's been representing this individual reaches the stage where they feel because of a breakdown of trust or because of the way their boundaries have been pushed inappropriately or because of a disagreement over fees, they've reached the point where they can't act anymore. Now, if the narcissistic client doesn't want that or that doesn't fit with their agenda, then they may well turn this hoovering process onto their lawyer Mm -hmm. and want to hoover them back to be on side. So starting by saying, oh, there's been a big misunderstanding between us. Um, I need to sort this out and being very cards on the table. Let's let's straighten out the problem. I'm sure it's my fault. Let's Mm -hmm. see if we can put this back on track. So they're love bombing. That's the love bombing tactic. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that if that doesn't work, 
then the idea of, well, I don't think you've been giving me proper advice and I think we've got into a situation where you haven't handled the case properly. So undermining, devaluing, mm. exactly the same mm. mirror as to what the spouse has experienced. Is that guilt tripping as well? Would they guilt trip you into staying? Quite possibly. Mm. Threats as well. Um, there mm. are all kinds of unpleasant websites where one can put details of lawyers, threats of telling the outside world how dreadful you've been to them and threatening to undermine your professional reputation, mm. threats of not paying fees, dealing with an outstanding invoice, causing a problem in that respect. That then, if you're in a partnership, may put you in a difficult position with your partners. Mm. And so all sorts of things that the professional doesn't really want to have to address or deal with. Mm. And I, I suppose the narcissist is hoping that they hit the right button that mm. will cause them to say, oh, okay, yes, mm. let's get back on with this. Mm. Let's put this behind us and try again. And if you've got an empathic lawyer, they may well, certainly if they've been guilt tripped, they may think I will give you another chance. I was wrong and go back and continue to represent the client. It's so interesting the way that the lawyer is experiencing exactly the same type of abuse. Narcissists do actually abuse everybody that they come into contact with, but it's at different levels. It's, you know, it might be a level 10 for the spouse, a level five for the lawyer, a level two for the neighbour. But there's some level of abuse going on with everybody who they've sort of drawn into their orbit. And it's just so interesting to sort of watch that, particularly with the hoovering, how similar it is actually to what they're doing to their spouse. They use the same tactics with their lawyer. And of course, if you happen not to have an understanding of what narcissistic personality disorder means or can be or manifest itself so far as your practice is concerned, when you hit a point where back to gut instinct, you're realising there's something wrong with this. This doesn't feel right. Mm. I made a decision for all the right reasons to terminate my retainer with this client because the trust relationship had broken down, the sister-client relationship had broken down. I was being asked to work in a way which I didn't feel comfortable with. And you then find yourself being drawn back into the situation, ignoring your own professional boundaries and not listening to your instincts. Mm -hmm. That's really when you're heading for a recipe for disaster because actually you're going to become as manipulated as the spouse historically has been. Mm -hmm. My brand new book, Narcissists in Divorce, From Love Locked to Leaving, is out now. For more information and online courses about narcissism, please do check out my websites, thelifedoctor.org or drsapria.com.